to the Wrath of Khan Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we analyze and discuss Star Trek II, the Wrath of Khan, one minute at a time. I'm Chris LaSalle. And I'm David Stoker. Hey, Dave. Chris, hello. Happy Wednesday. Yes, happy Wednesday. All right, we're here. Middle of the week, we're talking about Minute 83. Uh, Minute 83 starts with Joaquin uh, yelling, You have Genesis. You can have whatever you... And then ends a minute later with Khan saying, tactical. Yes, he's saying tactical, but a lot calmer than he starts the minute. Uh, yes, yes, it is quite the uh, quite the change of mood from the beginning. Uh, so that, that start of the minute with Joaquim, uh, uh, I didn't just stop saying the phrase. He yes. did too, because Khan grabbed him by the throat. <laughs> yes, he does. In disbelief and rage, I think we talked about it a little bit in the last minute. Um, he's like, "Are you kidding me?" And just grabs him, <laughs> full power, damn you! And uh, yeah, he, I mean, he, he grabs him. I mean, he clearly like, you know, he's enraged. He's he doesn't want to hear it anymore. He wants Kirk. He wants Kirk in the Enterprise. And he, he, the look in his face. It almost looks like if he could destroy Joaquin right now, he would. Oh, yeah. Like he would yeah, totally I kill was Joaquin. <laughs> yeah, Joaquin's got to, you know, he, I don't think he was expecting that because, man, he, he looks scared. He does. Uh, he's and like, he's Khan going to eat me? So I hope Khan had a uh, Ricardo Montalban before he started this scene. He, he uh, had a mint. <laughs> yeah, they, no get, they, get pretty, they get pretty close and. He full power. I mean, that's a lot of breath out right in his. I mean, they are they are close. Yeah, I mean, is some, Joaquin's hair moving when he does that? I, 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 <laughs> feel, I feel like it is, but um, yeah. And even the guy, even uh, I think Buckle Guy. I think that might be Buckle Guy um, that yep. Jonathan Carlyle um, quote uh, named. He is super surprised as well. I mean, he panics. He's like, oh, and then backs up. Like, he yeah, doesn't want like, any any business with that. It's like, are you seeing this? Because he looks off to uh, the woman on his on his, on his his right. And like, yeah. oh, oh, my God. Well, she believe- gets out of there, too. She, like, is, she's out of the scene. Like, you don't see her arm or anything anymore. She's, they're all. And then you see, um, you know, as he throws, he literally throws Joaquim away. And then rushes to the, the, you know, the command console. And then as you see him getting, you see Joaquim is, he took a blow. He's, he's hurt. Yeah. He landed against the, either the railing or the console. I can't quite tell. Uh, Must be the railing because. That's what I'm thinking is the railing. Yeah. There's still a dude just sitting calmly behind Joaquim, not trying to help at all. He's he's just watching the show. (laughs) He totally is. But then. Khan gets right up to that command console. Man, if I've ever seen anyone shift into gear and floor that mother, he is the dude, man. He really gives it to it. That was my note. I said the same thing. I'm like, Khan hits the controls and floors it. I mean, he just, let's go. Um, I think we talked about this before, about the, the makeup of the, <clears throat> of the helm. Yeah. And, uh, there's one thing. This the one thing that used to bother me a little bit about this scene with Khan flooring it is, you know, he's clearly, you know, like you said, jamming the, the gear stick, or whatever. I'm like, what is he doing? And uh, 
But it wasn't until I think we went back and I rewatched the motion picture. We actually see Sulu when he when uh, they say go ahead and accelerate. You actually see Sulu. Yeah, he has the he's, he's, he's pushing a throttle. Right, just like they do uh, in the reboot. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, so that's what Khan's doing right now. He's right. He's grabbing it and jamming it all the way forward. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, he looks crazed. He definitely looks. I mean, beyond yeah, like what, we, what we've seen in the, in the, in you know, I think I feel like in the other scenes we've seen him in, it's been classic, you know, villain, very, con, you know, very controlled menace, and very, you know, nothing's really surprised him. This, hearing Kirk after he feel, felt like he was marooned inside the planet, you know, laughing at him, like, over the edge. Yeah. yeah Completely. Exactly. His madness has overtaken him. Yes. Madness of Ahab. Definitely, yes. So, the Reliant now, we get to see the Reliant from the Enterprise's view screen, and it's a... Uh, <laughs> The special effects is pretty fun because it's do 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 do, and all of a sudden, you can see it. Hit, you can see Khan flooring it and starts to you know zoom after them. Uh, it's just pretty fun. So the one thing I always think of, and again, we, I've talked about these things like you know we think of time as linear and you know things not happening at the same time, and I, I, I forget that when they say on view screen, it's not necessarily like we're watching like out of your rear view mirror. Like they are probably farther away than we anticipate. They, are, you know, than we think they are. You know, it's not like objects are closer than they appear in your mirror. It's um, while we see them closing rather rapidly, they are probably still far enough away that they're. It almost looks like they're going to rear-end them in twenty seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like they're, and you know, I, I I've said the past I don't know twenty minutes I've been rewatching a lot of the. Star Trek Next Generation episodes, and it made me think of this episode in particular with the view screen because they've had to do things where they're like on view screen, and then they're like magnify, magnify, and it's like it made me think right. of this in the sense that oh, they're not really right behind them; they're probably far enough away that there's you know obviously as we see as the minutes go on, the Enterprise enters the nebula and sort of disappears, like they don't like immediately ram right into them and you know right like th that doesn't happen yeah that would have been a nice little touch huh if you saw somewhere in the corner of the view screen like you know this is a thousand times magnification or a hundred times or um yeah and i think we take like i was saying like we take those things for granted that like when we see one scene and you know time maybe you know we, we assume time everywhere else is stopping or that you know the next thing we see happens immediately after which i think we disprove that a lot of those things are not true. And I think this is the same sort of thing. Like just because we see the enterprise, uh, the reliant closing doesn't mean that they're right behind them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a really good point. I think you should, you should hang on to it. Cause I think you know, in, over the next, what, five minutes or so, there's yeah. going to be a, a lot of that. I, yes. I mean, I had a bunch of questions around this, so um, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely talk about it more. Right. So Kirk says, I'll say this for him. He's consistent and he's smiling. Yes. Well, because he knows he got to him. Uh, yeah, I guess so. But I mean, it's still, you know, this isn't, this plan is not, it's only about evening the odds, right? They still have to battle. I would think he'd still be tense, but he's, I don't know. Well, he's, I think this he's is. feeling good enough he can smile. This is his, he's now, he's got the upper hand. I mean, he may not have the, the faster ship. He may not have the, the more armed ship. 
but as Fox said, you know, the odds are even. But in a in a space battle between Khan and Kirk, I think I would take Kirk any day of the week because he has more tactical knowledge. Oh, yeah. He's done this a few times. Yeah. So this is like his bread and butter. And so he's going into this thinking like, hey, bring it on, you know, old man. You know, let, let, let's do this. That's the second time we've called Khan an old man in the past two minutes. He's an old man. I mean, he's hundreds of years old. He's hundreds of years. That's right. He's so old. Uh, so How old is he? <laughs> <laughs> but, um... So I was thinking also, you know, actually I'm freeze-framed on that where Kirk is laughing and he's saying he's consistent. I don't think anyone still has noticed that David's on the bridge. And and second of all, what's the cadet doing? He should be manning his station and he's looking at the view screen. I know. For all the grief we give him because he's always got his back to us, now that he's turned around, I'm like, no, no, turn back around and do whatever you're doing. Do your job. Because it looks very out of place. He does. I mean, I know they're all looking yeah, at the view screen, but yeah, he looks like he's slacking off now. Yeah, and he, yeah, again, no one's glancing. He does even that guy doesn't glance at David. And David's almost getting in front of him. Uh, so this was interesting, and I don't know if you noticed it when the next shot is now Spock. Yep. You know, he's he's doing the play by play, right? And uh, he now, now says, "We are now entering Tara Nebula." And did you notice that when he said that, all of his disp- most of his displays turned off? Yes. Well, that's... I thought that was interesting. Like, and was that was that deliberate or was that just? Oh yeah, it must all, be deliberate, right? All all sensors, scanners, locks, that all rendered useless. Yeah. So I for when I when I was watching, I'm like, oh, maybe it was just a you know a thing on set that just coincidentally the lights kind of flashed, but they cut away before they flashed back on. But they didn't. But they didn't all go off. That's what ma- makes me believe that it's a nebula thing. But the one thing is that I will the nebula. But the one thing I screen? did. Well, the one thing I did notice is that they. Um, so they go out. We switch to seeing the cloud. You know, we see Viger out the front of our view sport, viewport. Um, Wrong show. I know. And then you'll see again the the displays go off and then they come back on. I think it's a result of the lightning storm or the nebula, you know, the energy disbursements or, you know, playing havoc with the systems. Right. That's why it's the static, static discharge is what you're looking for, Dave. Yes. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Smart well, things. I guess, you know what, looking more closely at Spock's display, um, before the panels shut off, there's a, so there's what I would, Assume is the Mutara Nebula kind of in the center screen. Looks like a little galaxy spinning around. Yep. Um, and then then there's another display just to the left of that, and it's actually there's movement on it. It's it, it's it's actually it's going from you know like light blue to dark blue, kind yep. of scrolling up. Yep. And when it reaches the top, that's when everything goes off. So well, maybe the yeah. Special effects guys actually time that. Was that is that the? Uh, I'm assuming that's the signal of them actually entering the nebula. They've that color indicates the the borderline that they, they just crossed right yeah because it just it's timed very per- perfectly yeah no i think I, if i mean we're supposing that this is what they did and did it on purpose and if they didn't it it's a happy accident yeah yeah 
And I can't think, I can't look at the lights and the, you know, the honeycomb lights without thinking of Jonathan Carlyle saying he thinks of Christmas now. And that's all I can think of. That's hey, right. it's Christmas time on the Enterprise. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> uh, so we get our first uh, uh, good look, I think, at the nebula out the view screen window. That's yep. um, uh, it's formidable. It's foggy. It it's lightning or a static discharge and colored fog. Um, and the one thing I will notice when we switch to the Enterprise screen is when we see them all sort of jerk and the, you know, the static discharge go off and that's what I would expect you would get from the nebula. Like going back to last minute where we talked about the torpedo, like that yeah. is a level that I would expect from something like the nebula, not from a torpedo. Oh, that this, this involuntary looks like an involuntary breaking that's happening. Yeah. Like the shuttering of the enterprise. Like that's what I would expect is something massive like the nebula. Not something yeah. like a torpedo. That's what I think. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Emergency uh, Let's see. Do, the only do, the, the only one, uh, the only thing is, you know, the um, the reaction of everybody on the bridge. Uh, everybody but Kirk reacts. <laughs> like everyone gets thrown forward. Even Spock gives a little like, Ooh, you know, he can, he's feeling the breaking. But Kirk just sitting there, doesn't move. So is he just totally expecting it? He's... This is in his first rodeo, man. <laughs> he knows all about entering nebulas. Plus, he's in the captain's chair. You, I mean, that's the best chair in the in the whole ship. Yeah, clearly he can withstand. A he's lot got of some. Stuff. He's got some stabilizers under there. He he knows he's okay. <laughs> this Davial, uh, that's awesome. I'm just picturing it, like you know. Rotating around, and still, <laughs> he's got it's like he's got like he's got gyroscopic like controls on it, and you know the you know in Jaws when Quint gets on the uh, in his fishing chair, yeah, and he straps himself in and he puts his feet up on the like on this big pedal <laughs> thing. <laughs> that's what I'm picturing right now. Kirk's got his feet on the pedal. That's how he's holding himself in place. Nice. So, so yeah, Kirk I'm, I'm, asks, asks for. Oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say yeah. He asks for emergency lights. Spock turns emergency lights back on, and. Cadet is staring now at Spock. Like he's not even, again, paying attention to the view screen or his job. He's like looking at Spock. And at the lights that just came on. Like, what What are you doing, dude? Get back on your panel. I, my question, you know, other than the intern's total, you know, <laughs> loss of interest in his job is... Why is it why is it Spock's job to turn the emergency lights on? I would think that would be a cadet job. I totally agree. I totally agree. That is a that is a yeah. cadet, you know. And I was I was trying to figure out what bothered me about the lights coming on. Um, like, geez, it just looks out of place. But it's because the lights aren't red. Yeah, because it's not red alert anymore. It's yeah, the emergency were, lights red. have come on, and they're just regular lights. Like it makes it yeah. it, it almost takes you out of the battle. Because you're yeah. like, oh, it's red alert, and the ambiance from the red light, and then you know the lights are flickering, and then Spock turns on the emergency lights, and then it's all bright, and it's like, meh. It's like when a movie comes up, and you're like, you see everyone, you're like, whoa. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, you're right. It 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 kind of like it's like, oh, is the is the movie over? Is the battle over? Right. Yeah. I mean, Khan doesn't have red lights on his bridge. He does not. I guess, but 
but it, there's something about it. You're right. It totally puts you, the audience, into battle stations. Yes. So I hate it. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> I, I, I agree. Get, I turn the red lights back on. Um, so we get we cut away to the uh, what I think is a great painting of the nebula, um, an Enterprise flying by, and they. Yes. I'd love to know how they did this. I mean, I know it's a I know it's a painting. ILM did some of the did all the the nebula work, um, and it's you know pretty obvious a painting, especially when you see those kind of stars out in the background that are. Yep. I don't know. They look like they're supposed to be twinkling. That's like how I drew a star when I was a kid. You know, a little point of light with some rays coming off it. Oh, yeah. Um, but then the static discharge fires, and it kind of, you know, travels. You know, you can see it, like, moving around the cloud. It's just like, oh, I love how they did that. Well, it gives it dimension. Like, it almost, yeah. like, it, yeah, it, it does. It looks really cool. Very um, cool. And the the colors are amazing, like just the coloration, the purples. And I particularly love when we see the – after we see the Enterprise go off screen and we see the Reliant moving in, just the deep purples and the bright reds and the pinks and the, the – the, it just looks it, – it looks fantastic. Yeah, it does. It would make a great screensaver. Just have would. Nebula just, you know, morphing and changing. You know, as we uh, – yeah, no, and as we go through and we see the Enterprise fly by – see the static discharge coming and the enterprise sort of disappears. And then we see the reliant move across. And then I just, I, again, I, I love how they gave it dimension. They gave it the, the reliant then suddenly disappears. Like it slowly goes into an area of the nebula that has, I'm assuming no light. And, yeah. and it just sort of, yeah, I, I think they did a fantastic job, particularly with the special effects. And I know we've, we've bagged on them before, particularly with like the cave painting and, you know, a couple of other, but, here they've done their job they've done it well right well now though now but by saying that we were backing on the cave painting that was a different different guys that wasn't ilm oh no it was right. i'm sorry because people at ilm i take that back yes but um, i feel like here yeah. they've done a they've done a spectacular job it and again i th i think with the cave you know i don't want to belabor the cave painting but i just feel like it just looked so weird it just did not have the right dimension it didn't have the right like the cave was in a weird spot, and it some of the parts looked cool, but and then you know the waterfall, it, it just the whole thing as a whole didn't look good. This as a whole looks fantastic. Yeah, they definitely layered it all together properly. Yeah, it's believable. And I don't think I've ever noticed you called it out, and I don't think I've ever noticed that the the reliant fades to black. Um, yeah, definitely, sort of like. It, it's going in. It looks like it's going into an area where there's just no light, and it just yeah. sort of, it just sort of, you can barely see it anymore. Like you can see sort of the tail lights, just a little bit, but it's you. It definitely disappears. All right. Well, speaking well, before that, so because um, we're getting to one of my favorite parts. Oh my god! This, uh, I think you and I favorite one of our favorite parts of this entire movie. Yeah, but no, when the Reliant first comes into. Uh, into the shot, this one before you know it travels across screen and fades it fades away. Uh, the horns, the horns come up. That the uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, which is which is awesome, <clears throat> and it's a I guess a recurring theme. Uh, they used them when way back uh, when Khan was saying on Earth I was a prince. Yep, uh, they used a little bit of that repeating horns, and I, I don't know if we've talked about it before on the show or if we talked about it offline. But it's a little bit of an homage to the movie Patton. Um, 
they use the same. Oh, I think you mentioned notes. that at one point. Yeah. Um, but I don't think we necessarily went into it. Yeah. Yeah. And so here it is again, um, just using these, I don't know, the, the hunting, uh, hunting music. Right. So the, so the, <clears throat> so you get the horns, the reliance kind of crossing screen. And, <clears throat> and then there's a sound effect here that I didn't quite understand if it's the, if it's the nebula making the noise or if it's the Reliant making the noise as it slows down. I don't know if you if you even noticed it. Is it just me? I, I may not have noticed it. No. Yeah, so I, I can't tell what it is, but as soon as we as soon as soon it starts to fade to black, that must be the moment they enter the nebula because then we, <laughs> we cut back inside to the bridge and we get the bridge, their bridge reaction shot of them slowing down. And uh, <laughs> this, this scene has always made me laugh. It's so real. The, so that the henchman, who we really haven't gotten a good look at in the whole film, yes. although I've been watching him uh, because because of this scene, he's leaning on the railing <laughs> and loses his, loses his balance. Balance, yeah. Almost and then puts his hand out, uh, leans on Khan to get his balance back. And and then Khan, you know, we don't get the full shot because they cut away, but Khan like, looks back like, are you kidding me? Did you yeah. just lean on me? It's well, so I think, funny. Yeah, well, I think it's a combination of, yeah, it's the guy slips during the, you know, and I don't think we've discussed this a lot, is, is how they do the... And, and, and to my detriment, I haven't done as much research on this part, but how they do the scenes where they shake the camera or are they physically shaking, you know, in this particular scene, it almost looks like they're shaking the set and like everyone is like, whoa, because like the way the guy falls and falls forward and puts his hand on Khan, you, it looks real. It, it does. That's what I, that was my question to you was going to be. It was like, yeah, it's, it's one of those, <clears throat> it's a, it's a, you could totally see yourself doing that same move if you lost your balance. Right. But if you were pretending to lose your balance, I don't think it would come across. It wouldn't be natural. I think to try yeah. and do that. that <laughs> you know who this is a question for? Who's that? This would be a question for Mitch and John. They oh. would probably know and just be like, Oh yeah, they do it this way. Or, yeah. So, if Mitch and John happen to listen to this episode, you could probably tell us, what what are they doing here? How do they make this happen? How do they make this happen? Is it just theatrics? Yeah. Uh, the, other, the other thing that makes this funny is, I don't know if it's the henchman who grabs Con or if it's the other guy, the bathroom guy on the other side. Um, <laughs> he, like, turns around. Uh, yeah. But one of them goes, oh... <laughs> And I, I don't know which I don't know which one it is, but if it's but the guy he, who leans on Khan, it's even funnier. Well, the other guy looks like he gets punched in the stomach, like he yeah. literally he's like, oh, or he has some sort of like like he's gonna throw up or something. He's like, oh, like that's what he looks like. Yeah, he does. Uh, all right. I think one the best. So I, I think the best part of it though is Khan just sort of like it's almost like a celebrity looking at a normal person who's come in contact with him like, yeah, you dare? Like, I, I don't think Ricardo Montalban was that big of a star that he people couldn't touch him or whatever, but it, I feel <laughs> like it's almost like, what? What are you doing? Oh, did, so do you think that's Ricardo at that moment? <laughs> like, did you, did you just touch me? Uh, you don't even have any lines in this film, dude. <laughs> I am Ricardo Montalban. I am Ricardo Montalban. Oh, thank you. Sorry. Um, so yeah, Reliant fades away. 
that again, funny. I don't know. Funniest moment in the film, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but uh, there are there's the, the the humor in this movie. I've said it many times. Uh, very understated uh, between all the lines between all the characters. But this is like some physical comedy that just uh, <laughs> makes me laugh every time. Yeah. So yeah. yeah so what, so what we, we get do? to the end of the minute and Khan gets up. He still looks angry. He still looks like he's got a little bit of the rage, but he has it's it, it looks like it's reined in a little because then he 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 calls out tactical. Yeah, I my note was that he's gone into hunter mode. Yes. Right? This is this is him. This is what he looks like. I don't know. He's like a, a lion, you know, with that big mane of gray hair. And the and the um the woman who's now at the you know, she's at the helm, uh does she look afraid like when oh. she puts her hand con puts her hand his hand on her chair she sort of looks back do you i see fear because of potentially what may have happened with joaquin like he yeah. turned on joaquin she sort of has a little bit of like she does a little thing where she looks down and is almost looks like she's afraid i agree with you she does look afraid and i think justifiably so right oh yeah definitely I'm, I'm not Joaquin. saying like not, but I'm just saying like after this, you know, how much he, he like lost it. He completely, you know, and, and again, we've discussed it on the on the, you know, on Facebook. We've discussed it on the show, like who Joaquin may be and in her mind thinking that, you know, Joaquin, either if he's Khan's son or brother or relative of some some sort, right hand man, whatever. And if he can be thrown thrown aside, then any of them can. Oh yeah, exactly. That's you, you nailed it. That's exactly what's going through her head. She's like, "Pooh." So yeah, I think All we right. get to the end of the minute there. I have no that more notes. Nor do I. Let's keep going. Okay. But I mean, Friday. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, then uh, let's wrap it up. Um, and folks, you want to find us online while you're waiting? Uh, we're on Twitter and Instagram, uh, and we're also uh, we have a Facebook group called the Rathacon Minute Listener Federation. You can join that and uh, participate in the conversation about Rathacon or all things Star Trek. Um, and we're going to be back here again on Friday uh, with Minute Fifty Four of Star Trek Two here at the Rathacon Minute. <laughs>